Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by GhostBed.com! Yeah! Yeah! Yes! Welcome to the show, kids. Damn it, man. Got to find it today, kids. A little bit under the weather. Talked about yesterday. Jesse's out. Um, Now she's the one that's dying this year. Same time as me. Same thing that happened last year. She is, uh, she's no longer with us. She's resting in peace right now. And uh, not sure that she's going to make it. Kidding. She's alive. She's fine. She's not in the hospital. She's going to make it. Relax. But the show goes on. You know the rules here, kids. The show goes on no matter what. One of us is dying. The other one shows up. We don't leave you guys in the lurch. I don't leave you on the front porch. I don't treat you like a bunch of latchkey kids. I'm here. I'm here for you. Papa Bear's here for you. Damn it. But I will say this. The wild part about being uh, sick, especially when you own a seltzer company, is when you get the new flavors in and then you have a meeting uh, in the afternoon afterwards, you got to try them. Probably the last thing I wanted to do today. This morning when I woke up, uh, being sick, most of the kids were sick and up all night, is uh, start boozing at uh, 10 a.m. in the morning, but, but here we are. Show goes on in that world, too. Nothing I can do about it. If you're out there and want to try these delightful new flavors, I actually got the Christmas sweater on today, the hard AF Christmas sweater on today. It's on drinkingbros.com. We got a bunch of uh, ugly... Sweaters for sale there in the drinkingbros.com store. Click on the store, peruse the catalog. And if you want the new flavors, which uh, I have a meeting about today because I just showed up. I think some people have gotten them in certain parts of the country. Uh, I know they're available online now. Uh, You can go to hardafseltzer.com, pina colada, and the watermelon are the two new ones. And uh, they'll ship right to your house. Mine got here in, I don't know, four business days. It's pretty amazing. Congratulations, and they're fantastic, even though I'm sick. But this isn't the top story of the day. No, no, no. Not by a long shot. Finally, someone did it. Someone filed a lawsuit that could change the world. I don't want to say it it could change societies. I don't want to say it could bring the country together, but it might. Uh, A woman in Florida filed a lawsuit against Velveeta mac and cheese, which not a fan of. All right, I want to to put that on the record. Not a fan of Velveeta mac and cheese. Never have, never will. It's a craft household over here. I don't give my kids that shit. Even during the pandemic, things were missing from the shelves. Kids were, were like, hey, we want mac and cheese, Daddy. We want mac and cheese. We want a little mac and cheese. And all, the only thing left on the shelf was Velveeta. I said, no, I'm not buying that. We're not doing that here. We're a craft household, all right? We can wait a couple extra weeks for the craft mac and cheese to be back on the shelves. Now, Velveeta completely deserves this lawsuit that they're getting right now. They deserve every 
single fucking cent that they are seeking. Bob, can you pull that up, please? Pop that on the screen. Now, this involves the prep time, and I want to say whoever this woman is. Does it name her in the article? It does. Uh, okay, great. What's her name? Because she's uh, a hero. Amanda Ramirez of uh, Hialeah, Florida, I guess. There it is. Big fan of that area. Big fan of that area. Known for the uh, Florida Lees down there. The flowers, beautiful down there. They really uh, pluck them fresh. Put them on every single table and every Shoney's down there in Florida. No idea if any, anything that I just said is true. Now, she's suing for prep time. And like, like a lot of us, over the years, it doesn't matter if you have kids or not. You get these tasty treats, and you look at the back, and you're like, all right, I'm either super fucking wasted or super high, and I want to make this as quickly as I can in a microwave get it inside my mouth, and then fuck right off. Your brain already knows what it's like inside of your mouth. Sure does. Like, you're just having to get there. Sure does. And we all know it. Like, as soon as you see, pop that picture up for the audience. As soon as you see the Velveeta right there, you know what that is. You know what you're getting. Not you a the fan. sound. Yes. Oh, all of them. The- just the, in, in between your teeth, all over your gums. Like, you know what that is. Now, the prep time on the back of this, correct me if, my wrong, if I'm wrong, is three and a half minutes, right? Yes. Yes. Now, she's saying this is incorrect, and she wants $5 million for this lawsuit. I'm going to say I understand it, all right? There is nothing I, I hate more than this world than being tricked by a microwaved food that doesn't come out at the exact time it says on the back of it. Um, now, what is she saying, up or down on this one, Bob? Is she saying it should be higher or it should be lower? Uh, it should be. So she's saying it takes longer than three and a half minutes. And that's what she's pissed off about. I'm, and I'm going to agree with her on that. The times that I have had that in my life, when I just was too weak, you know, I gave in. Um, I, I went to a, a gas station in college and I was like, shit, it's cold. It's the winter. I'm at Ohio State. This is as far as my little body will take me. I can't go further. There was a white castle down the street. Couldn't make it. I had to go here and get one of these goddamn things and popped it in. Three and a half was too short. It was a little too watery. And I didn't think it did it justice. What is she saying is the recommended time? Do we have that? Oh, what she thinks they should be saying. Well, she just says uh, that they're essentially lying. There's four steps to making it, and only one of the step one of the steps takes three and a half minutes. I think it's the cooking, but I'm not positive. Yeah, so it takes you cook it for in the microwave for like three minutes or something. And she's like, "That's okay. You're not you're not talking about like the time it takes me to get the fucking milk out uh, to let it cool off afterwards. Sure. Like this is like a 10, 15 minute ordeal. It is. Yeah. When yep. I was promised, yep. a hot three and a half minutes. Sure were, sure. And so I understand. I, I get it, and, and I think, just off the top of my dome, just going off of experience here, I'd go at, at a min, at a min of four and a half. Um, if I'm looking back at everything that I've microwaved in my life, uh, I think the ones who lie on the over, if we're going over-unders here, let's keep it gambling-wise, all right? If we're going over-unders, I think White Castle has always gone over on the back of their packages a white castle cheeseburger in the microwave 30 seconds 35 tops and it's perfect it's wonderful wonderful i don't think there's any food on earth that probably because it's already so shitty even though i love it 
that translate like it's like you're at a white castle when you microwave those burgers uh, some say it's even better I, it might be um and if you get those tasty treats at a grocery store at a convenience store wherever you're at it recommends if memory serves me correctly around a minute and that's over you want to hit that right around that 30 to 45 second mark uh but i guess it's better to be over than under um so what she's saying is hey dude this takes a little extra time because it's wet we're not getting that consistency that we need in the Velveeta mac and cheese and i and i stand with her and if uh if we decided to riot or storm the capitol again i think this is the cause to do it i think everybody should go down to the, the local targets or uh i'm not sure if the halloween stores are closed grab a viking helmet grab some face paint start showing up right at the Velveeta factories and demand justice on this uh, and also just demand better taste out of these guys. But we got to change that. I think, look, I could be too extreme on this one. I think she deserves more than $5 million only because she's doing the rest of the nation a favor. Um, when I look at lawsuits of all time, number one that stands out to me is probably uh, Brown versus Board. Um, and then this is number two right underneath it. Uh, can't think of another one after that. These are the onesie twosies. Roe v. Wade way down the list here um, as far as importance goes. Uh, this has got to be number two. And if the Supreme Court has to get involved, they do. That's why we have elected officials. If the Supreme Court has to get involved in something like this, to, to save America's youth, to make sure they have the consistency inside a mac and cheese when you're fucking high or wasted, I think you take this all the way to the goddamn top. If we need to exhume RBG's body from the fucking ground and dig it up and put it right back in the Supreme Court to get an eighth vote, we do that. Is it eight or nine, Bob? We have seven in there right now? No, it's nine, I think. Is it nine? Yeah. Well, let's go ten. Put, our, put her back. Put her fucking dead body back in there. She's been, she was dead in there for 20 years. I say put her back in there. Let her make this kind of decision because it, it probably takes a woman's touch more than a man's in this one. All right? I know I'm sniffling like Kavanaugh right now, but put a dead RBG in there and let her make this decision if necessary. If the, if the lower courts can't find the proper verdict, uh, or just cause in this case, let's say it's not a jury of this woman's peers or anybody who supports high and drunk people eating macaroni and cheese late at night. Dig up RBG and let's get the bones out. I don't know how far the bodies decompose at this point. Just put the bones it, up there in I a think, microwave. I think it immediately turned to dust as soon as she... I mean, there was almost nothing there when she was alive. Not sure. Not sure. But I respect her. I mean, she just had one pallbearer. Yeah. Like, there was just a guy who put the fucking coffin it's, it's, on his just shoulder. Just a guy named Paul. Yeah. Paul Bear. guy named Paul, yeah. Hey, what are you doing, Paul? Nothing. I could bear something today. What do you got? I got RBG's dead body. Great. Yeah. What is she, 90? I'm doing that at CrossFit down the street every fucking morning at 6.30 a.m. With all you, of my high school buddies. Do you think she was older than she weighed at the time of her death? Great question. Uh, I'm going to go 
under. I think she was probably around 88 pounds. She died around 90, right? And that's, look, that's an age-old question. Do you want to die before your weight or, or not? Like, what, what do you want to do there? Um, now, some of those people on 600-pound life, sorry. Sorry about it. Uh, you're lucky to get past 30 at that point. But uh, regarding this case here, I hope she gets all the money she deserves. Five million seems a little low to me. It seems light. Seems a little light in the pocketbooks for something like this that could revolutionize the world and bring a nation together. Uh, but whatever, man. I'm not, I'm not her attorney. I don't know who that guy is down in Florida, but it, but it seems like a, a light penalty, if you will, there. Um, but we're rooting for you. We're tired of being lied to, Ross. Uh, these yes, brands. All these of brands. It. All these of these it. fake bags full of air, like half filled with chips. You know who fucks me all the time? Who? Every, up, I, I would say fucks me three nights out of the week is Orville Redenbacher. Oh, okay. Yeah. The Orville. Oh, that motherfucker. That's all seeds? Fucks me. Three nights a week. Why? Kids come home. Dad, can we watch a movie? Can we watch something on Disney Plus Friday night, Saturday night? Fine, yeah. Can we have some popcorn candy? Absolutely. Let's, let's put the whole thing on and watch Encanto for the 30th fucking time. We don't care about Bruno. I, I care. I care. And, and truthfully, I wish Bruno would have died. So I didn't have to hear that fucking song. Thanks again, Lynn Manmel Miranda. However the fuck you pronounce that guy's name. Oscar winner. Now he's fucking... Hamilton wasn't enough for that guy. Now he's got to ingrain our children with Bruno. I got to hear that fucking song 80 times a week. Pretty sure he's an EGOT winner. He is. I don't know how. uh, But if you're looking to fail upwards and you're looking for a hero to to pin on your ceiling, that's the guy to do it and be like, oh, my God, how do I do something, win all these awards with the least amount of talent? That's the guy you put up there, and he keeps failing upward, and good for him, right? Um, But with that... I put, my, I put uh, some microwave popcorn in there uh, in, inside the old microwave oven. It's never at two and a half. It says two to two and a half minutes. Never made it once. I've barely kissed two uh, with microwaved popcorn in my life. Probably shit. Twice. And I've made a lot of goddamn popcorn. I'd say twice have I hit the two minute mark. And that goes two and a half. And maybe that's what. They do on purpose of like, hey, dude, keep an eye on it. Because on the back of the, the bag, it says, look, keep an eye on it. If it goes, what, eight to ten seconds in between the last pop, the bag is done. And I think that's where Velveeta fucked themselves today, where they didn't say that. They said, ah, they went a little too short. They should have gone a little too long and then warned you uh, about the, the early effects of it. Uh, whereas Orville Redenbacher, kissing two is just a little too much. That two-minute zone is where you kind of just check the fuck out there at Orville Redenbacher, and you're like, man, damn it, I, I feel like this might be a little burned. Because once you hit that burn mark on popcorn, disgusting. no going back. Fucking no disc- going back. And then they try to put some cheese on top or some butter to yeah. like cover it up, and you're like, mom, what the fuck are you doing? 100%. And now there's others that I pop in the microwave where I'm like, shit. I'm going way past. I go way over the recommended amount. Case in point, hot pocket. And I I'm might about to bring it up. Yes. I thank might you. buy I might be in the minority of this one, but the, their suggested time is just a little too light for me. I go crispy on the hot pockets. I fire that bitch up to four forty five. So do you remember when they used and to that come sounds with the arrogant. sleeve? What's that? Oh yeah. You, like yeah. so like, did they take that away? Like because it's just the hot pocket now. Well, you always wondered. Whenever you have to put a 
uh, an x-ray sleeve over a food item, um, like you're at the fucking dentist if you're getting cancer. And I think I think that scared a lot of people off. I also think it probably gave a lot of people cancer. Um, I thought it was to heat it up more. I don't know. I thought know. it was to trap the heat in. Not real sure what they were hoping for there, but when you slip on the old dental x-ray thing over your body and you're like ah shit should this go over a food or am i gonna die from cancer i mean like shut up enjoy your pizza yeah enjoy your pizza fuck but with hot pockets dude i double down i double that amount i don't do the the recommended two and a half i crank that bitch up to 430 445 i get it real crispy and i know it's hot as shit and the ends are burnt, and there's a little tiny smoke in the microwave. And they're like, oh, man, that looks kind of dangerous. And, and whoever was over at the time, I'm like, you shut the fuck up. That's exactly how I want it. Yeah. I mean, you That's fucking. Exactly how I need it. You take a bite out of that thing too quick, and you're just like fucking swallowing lava. Like your, your insides will fucking melt. I'll go further. You know what I used to do? <clears throat> I'd pop that bitch in the freezer for two minutes. Yep. So I put 445 on there for a hot pocket, 430, 445, depending upon whose microwave it was um, and if I trusted their household. And then right afterwards, put it on a paper plate and pop that bitch in the freezer for two minutes. Boom, pop that out. It was perfect. I was ready to go at 645. So six minutes, 45 minutes, I was eating uh, kind of a, a, a crispy, rock-hard hot pocket with a, with a nice, gooey center that I enjoyed. And the pepperoni in there was also well done, which I also enjoyed. Big fan of that. So yeah, six and a half minutes, I was eating that bitch and I was happy with my life. I understood all the decisions that I made and I had that down uh, to a mastercraft. Now I don't go the rest of the bullshit over there. I don't go the ham and cheese hot pocket. I oh, thought those people were losers. Yes. And oh, with the, when they try to put broccoli in there for a little bit, Gross. the lean pocket, like, the, who the yeah, fuck are you? Nobody wants a lean pocket. If you're eating anything wrapped in that much dough, it ain't lean, friends. Chances are you're not either if you don't know that. If you didn't know that already in this life, that something wrapped in dough that you stuff in a sleeve in a microwave, uh, just because it has some form of vegetable in it, isn't going to be good for you, you're the loser in this life. And also, it just tastes like shit. Uh, there's only one route I'm going with the Hot Pockets. I'd either go the Peps, Pepperoni Hot Pockets, or the Pepperoni and Sausage. That's about as far as I would take it there. You can't really, yeah, the ham and cheese is fucking Sucks. dog shit. Bullshit. Uh, I've never. What, what else? What's on their their roster? I'll run it down for you. What's on their fucking roster? Let me, let me pull up their website. Yeah. But there's like I, I think there's oh there's meatball. There's a the meatball sub hot pocket. For okay, sure. so I have not had the meatball sub, so I'm not going to talk shit on it. I don't know. Uh, I'll eat a dirty meatball other places that I shouldn't. So that one I'll kind of leave alone. Like I'm that motherfucker who ordered the meatball sub in college. It's uh at Subway. Okay, so I here we, here's what we got. Okay. We got the breakfast hot pocket, bacon, right. egg, and cheese. Pretty fucking good. Not I, bad. The bacon, egg, and cheese. All right. All right. Okay. Then uh, I've never had this one. This is interesting. The buffalo style chicken hot pocket. Awful. Nobody. Have you ever had anybody that gets a buffalo style chicken on a pizza, correct? Uh, I've only never once. had it in my life. Only once. Where at? You know, weirdly enough. Now, granted, I was like 17 and very high. Okay. But. The old school Pizza Hut buffalo chicken pizza, fucking fire. I used to butt fuck that on a thin crust. All right. Dan's shaking his yeah. head at me like I was supposed to be a fucking foodie when I was 17. Yeah, like, just, just let me enjoy exactly. my memory. Sorry we couldn't all go to fucking Mastro's every single goddamn night in Philadelphia. All right? Let's face it. You weren't going there either, you son of a bitch. 
Um, now, now that you've got expensive taste, it's a little different. But in Philly, you were eating out of a fucking trash can with a bunch of hobos around a fucking fire pit singing old spirituals. Yeah, but it was a mom and pop shop. I'm sure. And I'm sure it was delightful. But let's not pretend that it was, uh, you know, some Michelin star restaurant there. Fire away with the rest of these hot pocket menus. I'll give you the honest truth today. I'm chicken. jacked up on enough cold medicine. All the shit's coming out today. Let's go. All right. Chicken bacon ranch. No. Terrible. And so anything with chicken is probably garbage. Eh, I, chicken is hard to get correct in one of those items. So you can scratch those off the list. Go okay. ahead. Then we got obviously the classic pepperoni and then the other classic, but it sucks ass ham and cheddar. You're, you are, you, you have the soul of a homeless person if you're eating ham and cheddar hot pockets. Oh, easily. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're a fucking, you like diet Coke without the caffeine in it. Like we talked about yesterday. Like that's, that's your life. It's ham and cheese, hot pockets, diet Coke without caffeine. Um, and then chances are uh, you're a Velveeta guy as well. You're not a Kraft Mac and cheese guy. So sorry. Sorry about your life and whatever happened to you. I don't know who touched you. Okay. I don't have time to, to go through uh, your family lineage or I don't what, what church it, you prayed at. But I, I, sorry, you got touched as a I, child. I actually think it's the reverse. Really? I think because that's, you know, it's terrible, but it's interesting at least, right? What, what's, what happened to these people is they were just like left alone in a room as a toddler. And they just learn to Boy. stare at the wall. Boy. And that's their, like, that's still what they, like, there's nothing there. There's just nothing going on. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, and that makes me feel for you, but uh, only a couple items there. But, so, Hot Pocket, what you do really well, you knock out of the park. We got twosies on there. Uh, I'll go with the breakfast, Hot Pocket, and the, and the peps. Um, and that's kind of it. They used to have a Supreme. Do they not have that anymore? Uh, they, I'm not seeing the Supreme. They have, right. che- they have cheese pizza. No, that's not going to do either. They have four meat and four cheese pizza. Four meat I've had. I'll give that. So we got three. I'll give them three. Okay. And then this is where we start getting a little sketchy again. Uh, the yeah. Philly cheese steak hot pocket. No, no, yeah, I will not do that. That seems like a bad idea. I will idea. not do that. I'm sorry. Um, oh. What do we got there? You seem shocked by this. There's these two I haven't seen before, actually. Okay. First one uh, seems sus, but I might try it if I was drunk or high enough. Uh-huh. Uh, steak and cheddar. I'd give that a run. I haven't had it. I'll give it a run. What's the next one? Uh, steak nacho. Oof. Man, I, when you said it, a, a turd just kind of peeked right out of my asshole. I, I, like, I could feel it. It was in my mouth. That hot pocket was in my mouth, and I was already almost shitting at that point. Where I was like, oh, oh my gosh. I mean, I'm definitely going to try it, but I'm going to eat that right on the toilet. Because I know I'm shitting in about 18 seconds. As soon as that first bite... Hits the back of my throat, shitting right th- through a screen door. You can put a screen door over the toilet and just let that run all the way through like a spaghetti strainer at that point. Um, man, uh, but I would go for it. High? If I was high late at night and they were like, hey, let's, what do you want, Ross? We got that, we got a nacho in there inside the hot pocket. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that for sure. But I'm going to eat that on the toilet. That's not something you're going to bring. You're not going to grab two of those if you've got a, like a hookup from the bar or like a late night date and be like, hey, let's both have these. Because she's going to be shitting her pants too. Uh, you're going to smell that potpourri drift out of the bathroom and you're like, God damn it, man. Not eating ass tonight. Check that off the list. It's winter. We're in ass eating season right now. Not going to do that. Uh, speaking of food, we'll keep it consistent today. There's an article in the Wall Street Journal this morning. Uh, said that dates are getting cheaper because we're in a recession. People are fucking poor. Uh, So right now, young people are having a hard time 
on first dates where they're like, hey, we'll go a little, a little higher price here for the first date. But the second date, now that we've known each other, uh, we're just either going to get drinks or small bites is what they're calling them. Um, I, I don't that. have to live in this world, so it's fine for me when I read this shit. But my God, it's depressing as shit. Um, Delco, you're in this world right now. What's the standard here? Because a lot of people are asking to split dinners. Does that happen on Tinder or Bumble and shit? No. It doesn't? No. All right. Because right now it's happening. And right now, according to the Wall Street Journal, uh, inflation for food is up 17%. Uh, inflation for alcohol is up 12%. Now that I can actually speak on, uh, like speaking of the seltzer. And I got this meeting right after the show today. Um, we have a suggested price in stores of $17.99. Same as like White Claw, everything else, right? And that's what we ship to them as. Uh, we have no control of what they actually list it as. Some stores have been $17.99. Some have been $20.99, $19.99, $18.99. You get it, right? And when we ask the store owners why, they're saying inflation. It's like, well, we're paying for freights and shipping and everything else to you. Uh, what is the inflation on the back end? We never get that answer. Um, therefore, I don't think prices are ever going to really go down. We're kind of stuck in this, this range here. But because of that, uh, it says, according, again, according to the Wall Street Journal, people are starting to go on first dates more at some of the restaurants that we love on this show, like Applebee's and shit like that. Is it back? I say yes. Here, and it should have never left. I, exactly. And here's, I'm with you. Here's why. Like, most people are basic assholes anyway, right? So, like, you're going probably somewhere more for the ambiance. Like, you're still going to order some, like, uh, unless you, like, really love cocktails or something, like, you're on a date, you're still going to order some fucking red wine you don't understand or uh, a fucking IPA that you could get 12 just like it anywhere yep. else. Yep. So, why, why not? Why not just go to Applebee's? And get the fucking drink you were probably going to get anyway. It's not like they don't have mid-shelf, the mid-shelf fucking gin or vodka you were going to order. You know, they have Tito's. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, like, it's not, <laughs> you're not getting anything fancy. And then, yeah, just fucking have fun. Eat, your, eat mozzarella sticks or whatever. Have your little hillbilly sure. tapas. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, and if you're out there and you're in, you know, this is your first recession. It's your first time. Um, I'll give you a cheat code here for as far as drinks go at a bar. Um, you got to go, because I was single at the time. You got to go that's uh, half carafe uh, of Long Island iced teas. So if you're looking to get the job done on a first date, right? Maybe you're nervous. Maybe she's nervous. Or maybe you just want to really rage and kind of kind of get your fuck on there. You got to go that Long Island iced tea. It's five different liquors in one drink. And it's just as cheap as the other mixed drinks that you're going to get. So you're good to go on that. And if you're headed to an Applebee's or somewhere like that, or maybe an Outback Steakhouse, uh, and you want to get a Wallaby Darn there, just throw an extra shot into there, and then you're good to go. But that Long Island iced tea is probably where you live in this world, and, uh, and it's great uh, because they use well uh, shots in this goddamn thing. So it's like... Mixed together, you're not really going to know that it's well. I'm not going to know if there's Tito's splashed into a Long Island iced tea or not because there's five different liquors combined together and then a little sugary fuckery at the end, and it all kind of mixes together. So it's, it's all house shit. It's super cheap, but you can get fucked up, and I hope 
that maybe out of this recession, it saves some of the cheaper restaurants and Applebee's and, uh, and TGI Fridays, the pea skins there, uh, the Moz sticks uh, are all able to survive. Uh, the only one I've never been a fan of is Ruby Tuesdays, and I'm sorry, RIP. I think that your best days were behind you probably in the 80s at that point, and we got to get the fuck out of Ruby's. We got to end that all together. I want to see that eliminated from every front corner, like face of a, of a mall all across America. I want to be done with the Ruby Tuesdays. Now, Buffalo Wild Wings, which is a fave. I love Wild Wings. I'm not shitting on Wild Wings. Is also going through uh, uh, inflation for the wings, and that's getting goddamn expensive there, dude. So if, if, my, if I had my druthers, and I'm, and I'm just giving you advice at home, you're looking for fun, cheap dates to get fucked up and also have a decent of enough meal in a fun time. I think I got to fuck with Applebee's, dude. Well, so hold on, actually. This is, I just read this in the Wall Street Journal. Okay. I think this was literally yesterday. Uh, poultry prices are dropping. They, they are, but it's, it's the wings, right? So chicken is dropping, but for whatever reason, they're still having a problem with wings themselves. So that might be more, more of a demand side issue. Then. Maybe, maybe. Um, but, uh, it's expensive, man. The last time I, I took my kids into wild wings, uh, and I was looking at, I think it was 1499 for 12 wings and they weren't the biggest wings. Like I, there was still a little something left in the tank afterwards where I, I felt like I was eating Chinese where I'm like, man, I'm going to be hungry in an hour. And I was now, if you're going to Applebee's on a date, here's what I, I would recommend out there. Okay. If you're one of these people, unlike rich Delco Dan over there. Uh, who's not going to Applebee's on first dates, uh, get the Long Island iced teas to start both of you guys. That'll really break the ice. You guys can get fucked up, uh, kind of laugh about that you didn't look like the same on your profile pictures when you showed up and arrived at one another, and you had to actually squint and be like, is that you? Are you Brian? Oh, cool. You're, are you Susie? Great. Oh, great. Great. Uh, well, I guess we're here. Okay, let's go. Two Long Island iced teas. It was probably a nine in the picks, and, you're, and she's showing up as a six, and vice versa. Same with him. You didn't know how overweight this guy was. Uh, start with the Long Islands. That'll break the ice, and then you don't care anymore, right? At this point, you're just happy to be out. You don't have a lot of money. Now you're just looking to have sex. So two Long Island iced teas, that's going to start that night. And then get those mastics, maybe some pea skins, and get the, the chicken fajita, the sizzling fajitas. Cup your ear with a tortilla shell. Let them come out. Let the whole place stop. Appreciate who you are as a man and what you've done in this life. Uh, And then two Long Islands, maybe two more to top that off. You're probably leaving there all in, including tip, somewhere around 70 bucks. Not bad. And chances are you're having six. Is that the girl you're going to marry? Absolutely not. Absolutely fucking not. But you had a fun time, and you got to get out of the house, uh, and you didn't have to sit inside all night and play video games and talk about somebody you could have had sex with or whatever. You actually did it. You went out into the world. You got rocked. You met a stranger, not what you were hoping for, but you guys had weird fucking sex, and it smells weird in your room afterwards, and you're not mad about the $70 that you spent the night before. This is me advocating for Applebee's out there. I want to see this chain survive, and I think, I think it's saving a lot of bad dates out there, and they should be rewarded for it, unlike Velveeta. You fucked us for years on this. Finally, we got a lawsuit. 
That's going to happen. That's going to bring down the Velveeta empire. I don't want to even see the, the, the stack of cheese on my shelves anymore. I don't want to see that huge square block of Velveeta cheese available anymore. Bankrupt them. Go for a higher dollar amount. Damn it. Uh, we got some sponsors that put the shit wagon on the air today. First and foremost, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Woo-hoo. Guess who was unhappy eating that Velveeta cheese on a mattress? What's her name? I know it's a, it's a, it's a Spanish name. It's a Mexican name. I want to know her. I, wanna, I want her to be the, the, the Linda Paulson today. What's her name? Amanda Ramirez. Amanda Ramirez. Amanda Ramirez. Remember that name. She could change the world. Martin Luther King. Amanda Ramirez. David Hogg. Those are the people that are changing the world right now. All right? We've got we to gotta just live with what we got here, kids. We're all in this together. God damn it. It's a free concert from now on. Just remember, when you go back up into the woods, the man next to you is your brother. You goddamn well better treat him like that because that's all we have here. And that's Woodstock. All right? Now, the mattresses, look, if you're not having sex on a ghost bed mattress, that's your fault. But you can get one right before Christmas. All right? No matter what age you are. Let's say you're in college. You're going back for the first time. Uh, maybe there was that girl that was a year younger than you. Now she's a senior. She's 18 years old. So it's fine. We were going back to chat with her. You don't want to bring her back on something that's impolite. Get her on a ghost bed mattress from ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. 40% off the bundle package right now, dog. That's the adjustable base and the mattress combined together. Super sleek remote. Some say too sleek. They fit inside you on the, uh, the old b-hole. You can get that right up in there. You don't even need a sleeve over it. No plastic, rubber, nothing. That'll just go right in there clean. It's a clean slide-in. And it's thin enough that it's a nice starter package if, if you're getting, uh, if you're a newbie. If you're a newbie to, to putting something up your b-hole, that's a nice starter right there is putting that remote in there. Good to go. I'm not saying you buy the adjustable base for it, but maybe you do if you're on the fence. Who knows? Uh, now, if you want 30% off a mattress, just type in the promo code Drinking Bros at checkout, and you're good to go. Plus, they're going to give you two free luxury pillows with that. Son of a bitch. That's a fucking deal, son. That's a deal. You don't even need to buy that. What's the V? What's the fuck V that people use in beds uh, to get that position down? What the do we wedge. call that? Yeah, the wedge. Just get two ghost pillows. Wedge it up today, damn it. Um, by the way, if you see me profusely sweating, got a fever. And <laughs> the only prescription is another goddamn ghost bed. Go there. Get the sheets. They're amazing. It's like a, it's like a pair of Sean Johns. That wrapped snug around that fucking mattress, dude. I got a weighted blanket. Can't use that. Sleep for 90 hours. I heard it's amazing. I heard it's incredible. Fill up the card all the way to the top. Use the promo code Drinking Bros at checkout. You're good to go there. Everything is 30% off. And then at the bottom of the page, you're going to see a 60-month pay-as-you-go program. No interest there as long as you have decent credits. And check that box and all the deals that are mentioned are applicable with that. And you can have a fucking amazing Christmas this year. Damn it, for about 25 bucks a month? What are you waiting for? Huh? What are you waiting for? Nobody's going to come and save you. Save yourself. Buy a mattress from ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. While you're there, 
Might as well go to hardafseltzer.com. Load up. The new flavors are here. Johnny, this pina colada, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm just having it now. For the first time in a can, I tested it in a lab. Like I was some goddamn rat in Wuhan. Uh, this is the best seltzer that is ever created by man. This pina colada is the best one I've ever had in my entire life. I'm not kidding, by the way. I don't give a shit that I own the fucking company. This is the greatest fucking seltzer I've ever had in my entire adult life. Ross. Yeah. I hate you. You know I never want to agree with you. I'm I know. fucking anything. I know. I know. This goddamn pina colada. Jesus Christ, I did it, didn't I? You really fucking did, bro. I mean. Goddamn. There, what is there? Seven wonders of the world? Eight? Eight How now. many, Bob? <laughs> eight? Yeah, this is eight. This is eight right here. This is the Ocho. That's why it's 8% too, baby. Grab a fucking Ocho, dog. Son of a bitch. We ship right to your house. 41 states we ship to uh, right to your doorstep. I got this in four fucking days. And I know what you're saying, Ross, you're in the goddamn company. Why don't you get I, I can't. I got to order them here because they're not in my state yet. However, they're in Tennessee and Florida. Bob, pull up the store locator. What do we got? 150 stores now? Something crazy? Tennessee's off the goddamn chain. The chain go to the store locator, Bobby. What we got here? Uh, I don't know if it's fully updated. Tennessee's still 101. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then, yeah, 25 in Florida. I know we've crossed 150. We're in every single total wines in the state of Florida, Tennessee, all that shit. Uh, Riverside Market down there in Florida and Fort Lauderdale, yeah. World of Beer in Miramar. Well, now here's Halea, which is where the uh, your hero's from. Who? The fucking uh, Velveeta chick. No way. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. So she's got to she's got to drive up to Hollywood, uh, Florida, or whatever this is over here. It's a short drive. Mir- Miramar. Yeah. She's yeah. got to drive up to Miramar. Twenty minutes. Yeah. Not not tough. She can basically just take. Uh, what road is this here? What road does Miss Ramirez need to take? Just eight twenty three. Just take eight twenty three. Right up there. Right. Literally, it's right off there. The uh, right in there. World of beer at me yep. and Miramar. Yep. I heard if you drink a hearty apple while making mac and cheese, the time flies by. Sure does. Sure does. You forget about, well, a Velveeta cheese that's, that's cooked properly. You got to go five and a half minutes after she wins this lawsuit. They're going to change this shit. Right now, by the way, there's probably a bunch of fucking scientists scourging in a lab right now, just testing it out in microwaves all over, going, oh, my God, she's right. Ramirez is right. We fucked ourselves. We're going to lose a bunch of money. We're going to lose our jobs. Oh, God damn it. What do I do? There's so many microwaves. So many fucking microwaves there. Damn it, dude. Sorry. Sorry. Let's hear it for our next advertiser, Prize Picks. Prize Picks is America's number one fantasy sports app with over 3 million members. They are the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. Uh, it's just you against the numbers. You pick more than or less than uh, two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Uh, the big game is always right around the corner. Prize picks is the easiest and most exciting way to turn every game-changing moment into a hundred times your money potentially with as little as four correct picks. You can turn ten dollars into a thousand dollars. It's demon time on Prize Picks, uh, so you're going at it here. Demons and goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. 
Uh, squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. Uh, and again, now you can win up to 100 times your money with as little as four correct picks. If you want to play alongside uh, alongside some of the prize picks' favorite players like uh, Meek Mill, Andrew Schultz, you can find them in the community plays underneath the promos tab of the app uh, to view the entries from some of the biggest names in prize picks community each and every week. This week on prize picks, I'm selecting Steph Curry for more than 29 points and the Joker. For more than 10 rebounds. I think Bob's taking Anthony Davis uh, for more than two blocks. And Damian Lillard for four three-pointers made. Go to prizepicks.com slash Ross Patterson and use the code Ross Patterson for a first deposit match for up to $100. Again, go to prizepicks.com slash Ross Patterson and use code Ross Patterson for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Yeah! Let's give it up for Liquid IV. Yeah! .com, baby! Promo code Nooners over there is going to get you 20% off your first order. Rage this weekend. Jobless on accident. I feel like it was an accidental rage this weekend. Yeah. And uh, I needed some liquid IV to start off today. I start every day with a liquid IV. Um, our kids are using liquid IV. Yes. Um, they've got the new and improved sugar-free liquid IVs as well. And Pear is back. Pear is back. That's my favorite. Pear was my favorite there. Um, big fan. But uh, hanging out, watching sports, hanging out with the friends and all that other stuff. You start boozing, you lose track of time, and then you're like, oh, shit. I need to rehydrate for the week. Got to pop in that liquid IV. Are you a daily girl? Because I don't see you every single morning all the time. Yeah, I'm a daily girl. So I do um, one of the sugar-free grapes Mm. or the sugar-free apple, which are my new faves, in 24 ounces. Okay. So it is supposed to be just in, they say, like, put a packet in 16, 8, 16 ounces. 16 ounces of water. that's going to hydrate you double um i put in the 24 ounce maybe onesie or twosie yeah and go through the day yeah, yeah, it's life changing I, I call it hydration monday here on the show because it's uh, it's one of those things where again you go hard over the weekends you got the kids you're not eating great uh you're boozing with some friends or whatever and then boom reset on mondays pop in the liquid iv and you're good to go um, but it's, uh, it's a little pouch. That's it. You're ripping open, popping into liquid 16 ounces or more and you're good to go. Super easy there. Three times the electrolytes, uh, no artificial sweeteners, eight vitamins and nutrients, non GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy weekends are for going wild. Have a game plan for Monday with liquid IV. Grab your liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Superior Hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Watch the Daily Show last night. Wasn't stoked about it, by the way. Um, it's coming to an end here, thankfully. Well, Trevor Noah is. What, whether or not they replace him or not, another story. Um, I'm not sure what they're going to do there. <clears throat> Ratings are under uh, 50,000 viewers. 
And uh, and no, I'm not kidding when I say that. It's uh, it's under fifty thousand. The last check was uh, forty seven thousand viewers a night. Um, a lot of people are unaware that Comedy Central still exists anymore. I was one of those people. Uh, also forgot until I was uh, home over the holidays that uh, MTV was apparently still on, but they only run ridiculousness for 24 hours straight, and that's kind of it. So we're just like, oh, shit. Yeah, this is M- legit embarrassing. My God. M- MTV is basically Chive TV now. My they God, play dude. Bars. It, it is. And they're making new episodes. So, like, the one that I flipped on over the holidays, I was like, is this still on? And then they're just showing reruns. <clears throat> no, they're new. Uh, Brendan Schaub was on it. I was like, what the fuck? Um, so he was on... Maybe two of them, and you know, it was on the background. The kids love it. Oh my god, somebody else is getting kicked in the nuts. This is a formula that is as old as time. Wait, 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 wait. The show is just people getting kicked in the nuts still, now. I haven't watched it in a still, second. Still, it's still the same show. It, have you ever watched America's Funniest Home Videos with uh, R.I.P. America's Dad, Bob Saget? I have. Yes, same show. It has never changed. It's the, only the host. Only the host have changed over there. Now it's just called Ridiculousness, and it's Rob Deerdick, and that's it. Same show, different host. It's been going on on forty different networks. Uh, across the board and uh and then you're fine with it well last night flipping through the old dials after that football game ended and i caught uh i didn't want to i didn't want to do it and then will smith was on it oh yeah, i know i was the only person that i was like man i'm gonna flip right through this i was like there's there's not you're not gonna get me to stop 10 and years ago I, I say ross rob deerdeck yep will smith yep together yep television show for children. Yeah. Endless money. <laughs> Endless. They're, they're probably worth more than Apple if, if they make that TV show. Is he quietly becoming a billionaire? Uh, Deerdick, yes. He, he's up there. He's up there. I'll put it to you this way. There was a... <laughs> at, the, at the amount of medication I'm on, who gives a shit? There was a meeting I took. <laughs> I'll never forget this. It was 2011. There was a meeting I took uh, at... Uh, it was at Comedy Central at the time, um, which Viacom owns all that shit, right? And they were like, uh, whatever I was pitching, they were like, no, we're not hearing that. And they go, here's the thing. You're really fucking funny. And, and they were like, what we would love is just a clip show on a green screen. They were like, we could get 100 episodes out of that, super cheap, everything else, bring in maybe 20, 25 audience members and all that other shit. And I was like, man, I go, that's been done like 800 times. Aren't people going to hate you at this point? And no lie, the exec at Comedy Central at the time goes, no, they'll never hate it. And, uh, and I was like, well, how much are the clips? And they were like, we buy them for $500 a piece. And they have a, so they have a team that sits there, scours the internet, finds these people, gets them to sign these one-off two-page contracts that they own the rights uh, for the video, for this, this contract. 500 bucks, people are amped. It comes via PayPal. It's super easy. And then, great, you have endless content, like the chive or ridiculousness and all that other shit. And I'm like, well, fuck, they were right. You know, could have been a lot richer by now if I would have just taken the goddamn gig. But instead, Rob showed up and he was like, yeah, dude, what do I, I people don't know me that well. I'm, I'm, I'm a skateboard dude. I had a show with a big black dude. He was dead. But yeah, let's do R. this. RP, big black, RP. Uh, but with this last night with Trevor Noah, Will Smith shows up and I was like, oh shit, maybe we're gonna get some real interviews here. Maybe we're gonna get some answers about what's going on with Will Smith. Turns out they're fucking beef fries in real life. This was uh, it's worse than a child softball game. The questions were just lobbed up. Trevor Noah was just sitting there like, like a fan. Like he was one of the Cosby kids on the front stoop, just waiting for Dr. Huxtable to get home, just waiting there. 
uh, puppy dog eyes at Will Smith. And I was like, son of a bitch. We're not doing this. And then they did do it. Uh, So Will Smith uh, said that his Oscar slap was just bottled rage. And uh, to be honest with you, watching it was kind of shocking. Like, he didn't really apologize yet again. Uh, and, and Trevor Noah was cool with it. Trevor Noah was just like, ah, you know, ah, this is great. And whatever. It was weird to see uh, that he didn't really apologize. He kind of blames it on uh, seeing, um, I think, his, his, uh, as a little kid, uh, said his father used to beat his mom. And he said that was kind of bottled up inside of him. That was what, what, what he was going through. Um, and then he, he made this like strange plea to the audience to be kind to one another. And it was like, man, I, we watched you in front of the world, just walk on a stage and slap a man in front of the world. And you're telling people to be kind to one another. Probably, you're probably not the guy to do that in that sitch. It probably should come from Chris Rock. Um, and again, he didn't really apologize for, for what was going on. Instead, he was there to promote his new movie. Um, so he's got a new movie out with Apple. It's called Emancipation. Um, man, a friend of mine's on that, and he got fucked in this whole sitch. And he's going to get fucked worse, and we'll talk about it now. $145 million movie for Apple. It's supposed to win all the Oscars. Uh, apparently, it is incredible. Now, they shot this before last year. So uh, Antoine Fuqua is the director, the same, buddy, the same person that did um, uh, the Training ter- Day. Training Day, but the, the Terminalist. And oh, yeah. So when we had Jack Carr in the show who created The Terminalist, I asked him about that film, and he said, uh, he said yeah, I, I heard that was, that was a crazy shoot. Um, because it is. It's, it's, it's a slave thriller movie. Um, and it is about a, it's, it's based on a painting that was in this uh, Louisville, Kentucky museum uh, about a slave who was kind of looking back at camera, and it, and it appears that he's got like a thousand lashes on his back, and everybody was kind of wanting to know this backstory. That's what this movie is, and Will Smith plays the slave. Now, I watched the trailer, and it was on The Daily Show last night and all that stuff, and uh, I can't shake it. I can't personally shake what Will Smith has done, and I don't really look at him the same. Not that I think he's a fucking terrible person and people shouldn't be forgiven, because they should be. Uh, I just think it's a little too soon to start gassing out uh, for your consideration movies, um, especially for the Oscars, which is a platform in which you slapped another man in front of the fucking world, I don't know that you're going to be ingratiated in there no matter how great the film actually is. The other part of this is to play a character this intense. And when you watch the trailer, it's a great fucking trailer, by the way. Um, When you watch the trailer, you look at it, you still can't get Will Smith out of your mind. And there's still a look in his eyes last night, Um, and even in the interview he did maybe four months ago where you're like, something's off. Like he, he doesn't really seem forgave him though. Right. Uh, me personally, I mean, not because like he apologized or repented in any way. We all just kind of felt sorry for him. Like with the Jada situation. Yeah. Right. And and so I was in that camp too, but the, I think PR wise, what you do is you get divorced, you moved on. And, and what I said, because I, I did an uncirced episode um, about this on Patreon a while back, was I said, I think your way out if you're Will Smith was to get a clean divorce, then go on a PR tour for this movie. Because it is, from what I'm told, it is amazing. And, uh, and his performance is incredible in it. And it was supposed to be a lock for the Oscars this year. 
Everybody was saying that behind the scenes. I think you go on a PR tour and say, my wife got me involved in some shit that I wouldn't, I, I didn't want to be involved in. I'm a simple kid from Philly, grew up right next to, to Delco Dan. Him and I were homies. And, uh, and the next thing you know, I was in Bel Air with Jada. And then she kind of fucked up my life. And I went on this fucking dark path with all her, bull, her bullshit and the swinging and everything else. And I think that would have been his way out of all of this. And then he would have looked like the good guy again. I think if he would have just thrown her under the fucking bus, which she needs to be, and just said, look, I slapped this dude because I thought this is what my wife wanted. I've been going through some dark shit at home over the years uh, with everything else. And the best, you know, it got the best of me that night, but I did it for her. I realized my mistakes. I'm marrying her. I'm getting out of Scientology or whatever the fucking religion he's in. That's what in. I was going to ask. Is Scientology not letting him I don't get the know. divorce? Not let, like this, this is the role they're making him play? Because I- this is a couple, like there's, there's been photos that have popped up of her and this other younger dude out. And uh, uh, this is a couple that is clearly not really even together anymore. And like she views her career with the red table talk and all that other shit because she's trying to be the next Oprah, which is not going to fucking happen. She views her career as almost just as important as Will Smith's, which has never been the case. So confusing. Yes. How, like what kind of delusion does this woman have? Not sure. Um, but I think a clean break would have done that and then all would have been forgiven. And then if he would have said, hey, dude, I was caught up in some shit with this crazy woman and I apologize to Chris Rock and everything else. Uh, I think people would have moved on and, uh, uh, and forgave him. This movie would have probably crushed. Uh, in the meantime, I think it'll probably bomb. I don't think anybody's going to watch it. I don't know what Apple's going to do if they're going to release it in movies or just to streaming. Just to streaming. It'll go directly to Apple TV. I think so. It's so much fucking money they're going to lose on this. But uh, I will give it a peeksies. Of course. But I, I can tell you what's going to happen. I'm going to see Will Smith and... Given a fake accent, and it's going to be not the same for me. He should have made a sports movie. Well, he already did that. I know, but he gave him another one. I don't care what. It, just make another sports movie. That's, Dude, how you, it, that's how you get back. This was in the can, though, before the Oscar slap, and he hasn't been hired for anything else since. So there's nothing you can do. It was this movie or nothing, and that's it. Uh, but I watched this interview. Trevor Noah didn't say anything, didn't really give a shit, and uh, he's out of there in nine days. Uh, pulling out the hits, though, for him. He's having all his phase on there. He had Will Smith on there. He had Barack Obama on there. And, uh, and after that, that show probably craters, if, if I have to guess. Like, I don't see how that he's continues. He's the worst. Um, he's not great, but he's done. So he's done as the host. They're thinking about replacing him with, with somebody else, one of the correspondents on there. Uh, I watched the Jordan, God, is it Kleppinger? Is that his name? Yeah, he's their man on the street guy. He sucks. Here's the thing about that too. Like, a, I hate old man on the street shit. Same because same. Obviously, you know, we all know at this point. Like, I it, it made sense that people didn't quite get this a while ago, but now I feel like the entire everyone is savvy to how dumb you can make someone look on video. Yes, you yep. can make the smartest person in the world who gave a really good answer look like a fucking moron. Right. So I hate those in general. It doesn't yep. matter who's doing it, yep. whether it's some fucking Daily Wire, like gotcha thing, or even, even if Babylon B did it or, you know, the fucking Daily Show. Like it's useless comedy. Yes. And he, though, seems to be especially just like a fucking cock about yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, I saw him on a show called The Circus the other night, and it was a, it's a political show on Showtime. <clears throat> they typically do it in the run up to elections. Uh, it's been a thing for several years now. And then he popped up on there for the Fetterman thing. 
And I was like, why are we trying to make this guy a thing? He's got a stand-up special out. It wasn't great. He's got a podcast out now. Um, it's high in the charts now, but this is something that will usually fade. Uh, I don't really see the allure of that guy. I don't think he's the guy to take over that show. But it certainly seems like with you need big pieces going on around you. Maybe they'll give that guy a shot, but does the audience rage that you're replacing a black eye with uh, kind of a, a you know a rich white entitled dude? What audience? Right. So I, I just I don't see that happening as well, and I don't even know if you take that gig um, because then you'll be the one that absolutely drove the date. Like you were the last one on the Daily Show. Who wants that? Um, you had uh, who's it? Craig Kilborn that in- initially started it. And I loved him. I thought he was great. And then it moved on to Jon Stewart. And then I think it moved on to uh, Trevor, Noah. Trevor Noah. And that's it. So unless you're bringing Jon Stewart back, I, no. I think that show is dead. Uh, but we'll find out. And if it, clearly he doesn't fucking care, you know, with this interview last night, he didn't give a shit at all. He was just like, eh, all right. Softball questions to my buddy, try to help out his career. What the fuck do I care? I only got nine days left up in this bitch. Who gives a shit? And, uh, and then you're good to go at that point. So, um, who knows? It was odd. Um, but it was more odd for not Trevor Noah, but for Will Smith, where I, I'm sorry, man, I, I just can't get behind this shit and it doesn't really feel like you care. And I don't think the audience is going to get behind that either. So, uh, we'll see. There is some great movies coming out though, um, for the holidays. And I'm amped about those. This just isn't one of them. Uh, saw a trailer for one today. Uh, the ladies love, the younger ladies love Finn Wolfhard. She's the greatest last name of any actor. Maybe born in the, in the, in the 20th century, the 21st century. Is he 21st? He's fucking young, dude. He might be this one, right? God damn it, dude. Isn't that weird? You got a fucking dude who's in his 20s now who was born in this, this fucking century? So How is he? he was born. What do we got? About a year after 9-11. No way. No way. Finn Wolfhard? He never, Finn Wolfhard never watched the towers fall. Damn it, man. That's weird. That is fucking wild, dude. Um, that's where, crazy. He was, where was he? Where was he? He was, in, he he was, was nowhere. In, no, he was nowhere. He wasn't even born yet. Wasn't even conceived. Pretty disrespectful to not be there for 9 11, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. And the other part about this is if you believe in reincarnation, which a lot of people out there do, and I'm not going to shit on your beliefs, whatever gets you through the day, that's great. What if Osama bin Laden was reincarnated as Finn Wolfhard? Well, no, because bin Laden was still alive, but was one of the hijackers. Oh, you're right. Suspicious timing. Suspicious timing. Yeah. Who drove that plane into the first tower? Could be it, it now could be Finn Wolfhard. And maybe that's what happens in the afterlife where they're like, look, you did a terrible thing. Now we're going to make you a great per- a human, a great human to go out into the world and, uh, and do some extraordinary things. Now, um, whenever you see one of these little indies that comes out right around the holidays and things like that, or you see the trailer for a movie, a lot of them you're going to see this logo for A24. Um, this could be to insider baseball. Maybe not. And the reason why I say this is uh, the new trailer came out today for Finn Wolfhard's movie. It's with uh, Julianne Moore, who I love. She's great in everything. Uh, trailer drops for this. And uh, you see the logo of A24 at the top. And I was like, oh, shit. We're about to break out of ukulele here. We're about to break out of uke. Whenever 
an independent film trailer starts with kind of like a ukulele song, you know what you're in for. It's a, it's a confused teen, not really sure what's going to happen with his life. The mom has clearly gone through some hard times, might be a single mom. They might be on the verge of divorce. The mom might not understand the dad. The dad doesn't understand that he had to make some hard life decisions, never got to live his dreams because he got married and had a kid too young. That's exactly what this movie is. So when it starts and the trailer starts and you hear the ukulele, you're like, oh, shit, I'm all in. A bunch of people on Twitter, because they love Finn Wolfhard. I was unaware that uh, Finn Wolfhard was our white BTS over here. And I was like, shit, I'm with it. I like Finn Wolfhard. Love his name even better. Um, a lot of the comments said, look at that. Finn Wolfhard, all grown up as an actor, finally got his own A24 movie. And I fucking died laughing, dude. I was like, holy shit. Maybe that is a thing that everybody else knows. And it, maybe it's not too insider. Um, but I clicked on the trailer this morning. I'm still in bed. Everybody's sick or whatever. And, and, uh, and Jesse, who's out, obviously sick. She was like, what are you watching? I was like, man, I'm just kind of looking through the top topics for the, the, the show here today. And I was like, it's Finn Wolfhard. I was expecting to see maybe a sexual harassment thing. Um, just because that's, that's in right now. We'll get to that in a sec, but, uh, instead I see this little trailer and I got caught up in it. I'm not going to lie. I am one of those fucking people. When I see the H24, I hear the ukulele, see a Julianne Moore, uh, kind of not wearing makeup. And just as the mom who's trying to do her best and all that shit, I got caught up in it. And yes, I will be seeing this movie. Do you know what the name of it is? So for people out uh, at home, like the audio listeners who are listening right now, what the name of this movie is. You, you can watch the trailer for your own in your home. We're on YouTube today, so we'll get dinged for it. But, uh, uh, when you finish saving the world. There you go. And, and it's it, by someone good. It is. It's uh, uh, The director is Jesse Eisenberg. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, from yeah, yeah. Uh, Social Network. He wrote it, too. Yep. Yep. It's his, it's his directorial debut, uh, and I believe his first script. And I like him. Uh, in real life, he's a, a, a great person, and he's uh, almost too close to the, the person you see on screen where you're just like... Uh, very smart, kind of in his own head, and uh, yeah, um, I could see him writing and directing a great film, so when I saw him attached to it, I was like, all right, great, um, I think this will be a great film, and I was all in, what's the name of that title again? When You Finish Saving the World. Yeah, which is the perfect title for an indie movie, you know, and you're just like, all right, great, because you know the mom probably says that at one point to him in his bedroom, you know, he's probably got vinyl records he doesn't you know he's not listening to airpods or anything he's just listening to vinyl because that's something in an independent movie probably live in los Feliz or something like that and uh the mom comes in and screams at him and he's just mom you don't you don't get what i'm going through great when you finish saving the world can you please do your chores and that's probably where the title came from right that's just a guess it's just a guess we'll wait till that movie comes out and we see it at home but that's my guess uh, for this movie, and I'm all in. It, it gets me every time. Now, as far as the sexual harassment thing that I was talking about, whenever just one actor's name pops up in Twitter trending, you're like, ah, shit, they get popped for something? Uh, this next one's kind of dark, but I also kind of love it. You know the fucking old man who was like 100 years old in uh, Squid Games? I'm not even going to pretend to know his name, you Yao Men. Uh, is it Yao Ming? Pull up the old man from Squid Games. I guarantee if you just type in old man from Squid Games. Oh, that's immediately uh, uh, Oh Young Soo. There you go. Now pop up his pick on screen so people can see this guy. Let me. Let's see his pretty little face on screen here, okay? 
Uh, I think the people need to see. You'll know exactly who it is as soon as you pop him up. <laughs> there he is. You know who this is, okay? <laughs> so this guy's trending on Twitter the other night. I click on the name. And I was like, did he die? That was my first thought. I was like, did this guy die? Did the old man from Squid Games finally die? No. Nope. Uh, he got popped in a Me Too sitch. Now, this wasn't like 40 years ago. This is right now. The 100-year-old man from Squid Games just got popped in a Me Too sitch. You want to talk about fame going to your head at 100 years old where you're just like, well, finally fame is now. Fuck it. I'm 100. I want to grab some pussy. I want to grab somebody by the pussy and see if I can get away with it. I'm a famous actor now. I want a SAG award. Damn it. Maybe a Golden Globe. We don't know because they didn't televise it. They just shipped it out to the winners. He might have won that too. Squid Game was huge around the world. I think they're signed on for two more seasons. And this 100-year-old fuck was like, you know what? It's time for me to get some pussy, damn it. I was living over there in a goddamn wooden shack with 18 people in a one-bedroom. It's finally time that I get the pussy I deserve. Uh, now, according to his statement, and Bob, you can take that pick down. I don't think we need to give him that much glory. Jesus Christ. It's a lot. It's a lot of screen time for, for Yao Ming. We got to just make up for Jesse not being here. You know? I guess. The people need another face. I guess. Um, uh, but with this, like, uh, he, his statement, he said, look, I was, God, this is such an old man statement, too. And I feel bad for saying it, but it is true. He said, the facts of this case are not what they appear. And he has been charged, by the way. So this isn't just like a he said, she said. There's an actual charge uh, that, that has been filed against him over in whatever the fuck his country is. I'm not going to pretend to know what that is in Asia. Um, but he said he was holding a young woman's hand and then guiding her around a lake to kind of get a nice peek and a nice view of the lake and everything that goes on there and all that stuff. and. Uh, and that's, it was a nice thing where he was just trying to guide this young lady around a lake, maybe do some sightseeing, some bird watching and things like that. And, uh, and then she filed this charge and it's all bogus. Now, I don't know what the answer is. Okay. If you're asking me what I think it is, a hundred years old, living in a shack, probably had to make Nikes his whole goddamn life, some fucking closet with all of his brothers and sisters, and was like, shit, man, this life sucks. Is there ever a shot where I'm just going to get some young pussy in my life and, enjoy, and just enjoy my life? And all of a sudden, 89 years later, this guy's life, Squid Game pops up, and they just happen to be looking for a very slow, decrepit Asian man to kind of creep around the scenes and make a bunch of facial uh, uh, looks toward camera where he's like, oh, shit, where am I? Am I going to live? I enjoy this. And this was his shot at just some fucking young trim. And he went for it. He went all in. Now, does he deserve to, to, to serve some prison time for it? I don't know. I don't know what took place that day. But let's face it. Saying that you, you were holding a young woman's hand walking around a lake for some sightseeing and maybe a little bird watching seems suspect to me. I'm sorry, Yao Ming. 
I'm sorry that that's uh, that was your story that you went with and you, and you thought that was going to be good enough, but uh, I'm not buying it, friends. I'm not buying it. Now, do I blame him for shooting his shot? No. Okay? No. He's going to die in like an hour. Right? The definition of one foot in the grave is this guy. Like, that's it. If you, if you look up that phrase on Urban Dictionary, one foot in the grave, it's got this guy's picture next to it. Shit, he's probably got a whole goddamn leg in the grave at that point. Let him shoot his shot. Damn it. Let him go for gold. I don't know that he should be charged with this. We'll even make it to the fucking court case. No, he'll be dead. And this is the last memory of him. We had a fun little happy memory of this guy's face. Pop him up one more time, Bob. With this, this was our image of him. All right? Now the lasting image is going to be him gripping some girl like a fucking nine-pound bowling ball at his local fucking alley. And, uh, and when I see this face, that's all I'm going to think of now. I'm not going to think of the happy old man from Squid Games. I'm going to think of the, the fucking Pete Weber. The PD dub, dude, just gripping some girl around a lake because now he's got a shot at fame. And damn it, that makes me sad. It does. But luckily, there's some hope in this world. Martinez? Is her name? Gutierrez? Aguilera? Who's ever suing Velveeta? God bless you. You're the real, the real hero today, all right? I love you. I'm proud of you. I hope you win this fucking case. Uh, hopefully James will be back on Thursday. We'll see the sickness is going through the area here. Uh, I'm not in the best of shape today, but as always kids, we've done what close to 900 shows at this point. The show goes on. Damn it. I'm in the hospital dying. She does the show. She's at home dying. I do the show. The show goes on. We're here for the people. God damn it. We appreciate it. Now you can show us a little appreciation. By going to iTunes, rating the show a five-star and leaving a quick review, or hopping on over to Spotify, just clicking a five-star and walking away. They don't have reviews there at the old Spotify. You don't have to do shit. So if that's what's easiest in this world for you, congratulations. Do that, and it'll still help the show. Even though she's not here, I'll still say it. For Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. The Jables, I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Revolution. Buenos tardes, everyone.